This is Yemen News. I'm Alex Williams. We have the pleasure of speaking to Rani again, who is from El Hudeda and is working with a local community initiative in a governorate that has over 4 million people and includes some of the most difficult rural areas to work in. Rania, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. It is really good to be here again. You said something on the last episode that I want to highlight, which is that in Yemen, if you lose your job, or even if you keep your job, now some goods are 100% more expensive than before the war. So whether you have the same job with the same salary or no job at all, you're really facing an impossible situation. And now that COVID-19 is threatening to further cripple the economy, we also know that Yemenis can't expect a COVID stimulus check or any other such relief from their government. Most Yemenis on the public payroll have already been without their salaries or pensions for several years. But we've heard many stories about teachers or healthcare workers who have kept working without pay or very little pay. Something that COVID-19 has brought to light in the West is that all the essential workers that we often overlook and how vulnerable many of them are. They're often underpaid, but we rely on them for survival, so they have to go to work. We're also seeing that if you're not well off, it's very difficult to stay at home and practice the social distancing that's needed to protect yourself from COVID-19. Rania, are you seeing anything similar on the ground in Yemen? Uh, Yes, we do see this in Yemen. I have a good example. One lady we have helped, her name is Amani. She's divorced and uh, she has two children and she lives with her um, and her mom lives with her. She also suffers from a chronic disease. Amani works at a hospital in the hygiene section as her job is to keep the hospital clean and sanitary and sanitized. But unfortunately, her salary that she gets from the hospital doesn't meet her needs for her children or her mother. She works every day in a job that is very important and very essential for the hospital. Could you imagine a hospital that is not clean or didn't get cleaned but uh, she uh, can't provide the meals, the clothing, the medicine with the salary that she gets. So here comes the food basket that provides her uh, and give her a lot of hope. Each time she receives it, that there's a joyful look in her eyes. We really are proud to serve women like Amani, who are real heroes of Yemen. They get up every day to go out and do these essential jobs, even when the salary doesn't cover their basic needs. I'm sharing this example uh, to explain that it is, it is what keeps essential workers like Amani alive and stable. If we don't keep them working and we don't provide them, everyone is in a big trouble. Her job in the hospital uh, will be more critical than ever. As, we, uh, as we're seeing the first death of COVID-19 in Yemen. And if we can't get her the protective equipments she needs, then, of course, she will surely be exposed. Yes, I agree. Amani is one of the real heroes of Yemen, and I'm glad you're telling her story to the world. Tell me, Rania, you see some tragic situations on the ground, but what is it that gives you hope or what has encouraged you lately? Yes, absolutely. You're right. We mostly see very, very sad situation. But I am glad we can be here inside Yemen to help 
where we can. There is one man uh, named Abu Amira, and his story is really um, amazing. He lives with his wife and his five daughters in a village with where's no services. Uh, he's the only person who supports this family. Every day he goes after, after the prayer um, and search for a job. Sometimes he earns money and comes home very happy. Other days he returns empty-handed. One of those days when he found no work and came home empty-handed, he sat down for a rest. His wife came and said, we have no rice for lunch. So he told her to bake and make bread. She said, if I make bread, I will use all the flour and we will have no flour either. But he said to her, make the bread. And he told her a very important sentence that God will provide. So she made the bread and they were eating it. They heard sound of a car. So his daughter went uh, and looked out the window and she said, Dad, that there is a truck passing and it's loaded with food. So the father said, maybe it's for a shopkeeper, uh, he told. He, this was his response. Then a little uh, while later, someone knocked on their door and his daughter opened the door. There was a neighbor who told her, tell your dad to go to the empty lot near the mosque. So she told her dad uh, uh, to go as the neighbor asked. So Abu Hamira went out to the lot right away. When he got there, he found the lot was full of people and food baskets. A man called him to come. He took his hand and led him uh, over uh, a food, the food basket. Uh, inside the food basket, there was rice, flour, oil, salt, sugar, and body soap, detergent, beans, and hygiene items for uh, women. Many items. Abu Amira looked at him and asked the man, Who's this for? The basket uh, is yours, the man said. So uh, this man, of course, is one of our staff members. He said Abu Amira's eyes were filled with tears. He explained how thankful he was for those who gave his uh, family this basket. Thanks for sharing that story, Rania. And actually, I want to thank you for the way that you've shared it and really taken us inside that family's home and, and helped us to understand what a food basket means to someone like Abu Amira. Please take care of yourself and we'll continue to follow your journey. Thanks for coming on the show, Rania. Thanks, Alex. Please continue to share the word what is happening in Yemen. Thank you so much. Yes, I will, Rania. Rania has painted a picture for us of the impact each food basket can have. Unfortunately, after five years of war, donors working with organizations like Rania's are getting fatigued. And now with the global economic recession resulting from COVID-19, donors are cutting their aid even more. Rania told me that it cost her initiative and their fiscal sponsors about $110 total to provide for a food basket that will help a family of seven to get by for one month. That means you're feeding a family of seven for less than $4 a day. Let me say that again. That means you're feeding a family of seven for less than $4 a day. That's cheaper than one fast food restaurant meal. 
Let's remember these Yemeni families and share their stories, especially essential workers like Amani, and do whatever we can to help re-energize and refuel these important relief initiatives in Yemen. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. I'm Alex William, and this is Yemen News. Yemen News.